T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Time now for Ken and Curtis with Ken Laird and Chris Curtis on WEEI. Chris Curtis believes in Mac Jones. Kind of a shocker. You believe they should keep Mac and let him ride with Bill O'Brien. That's a little bit of a sneaky surprise that you just dropped uh, as we went to commercial Why would break. you, Ken, what is the upside of trading someone at, their, at the low point of their value? Could always get worse. That's the theme in the morning. His, his value could drop. Listen to Kenneth Curtis where things could always deteriorate. Well, no, you trade moment. him to the Raiders where McDaniels still thinks he can get Mac to succeed because he did it here. And he might give you a first-round pick. He might. He might be that but, dumb. <clears throat> question for you, though. We all believe that Bill traded Jimmy G to the 49ers because of his love of Jimmy G. Correct. Why would Bill trade Mac to a guy that knows how to coach him if he really hates Mac? Because Kraft wants him to land in a good place. It's like flipped. Now, Kraft believes in Mac and wants him to go to a positive destination. So you have to do that to, to appease Kraft, but he'd get picks back, which Bill loves. Then he gets to sign Jimmy, although I don't know what he's going to cost. I mean, I'm actually just Googling some Jimmy Garoppolo free agency. You know, It sounds like he's going to have five, six suitors, and he might cost like $30 million a year. So in that case, maybe they're out. But anyway... Uh, that's the going rate for quarterbacks, by the way. So, I mean, if you want Mac, he's going to get thirty million a year. That's what I mean. Daniel Jones is reportedly getting that. If you want, like if you want Mac, year. you mean if they keep him and resign him for an extension, right? It's like you know, whatever the day was where a good starting pitcher was starting at twenty million a year. You know, whenever that began, you know, it's it's now it's a quarterback. The baseline is thirty million, unless you just go young again. They could always draft Stroud or Bryce Young or Levis, who's the other kid coming out. Um, and the guy, uh, the guy, the, the the sneaky one is from Florida, Richardson. Richardson, Anthony Richardson. Yeah. So boom. So you go Zappy. Jerkovic might be available in the seventh round. You never know. <laughs> Let's go to the phone. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. Should they keep or trade Mac? This based on the uh, coming off the Albert Breer report that Bill didn't appreciate the way Mac handled stuff, and they don't see a massive gap between Mac Jones and Bailey Zappy. Patrick and Situan first up. Hi, Patrick. Hello, guys. How are you? Good. Good morning. So I'm a, I'm a fan of trading him. Love the kid. He does everything correct, but he the best that you're going to get out of him is to be like Derek Carr or the Raiders. You're never going to win a championship. Belichick wants to be, win, uh, compete for a Super Bowl, and two, he wants to reach Shula's record. 
time is a factor. You lose another year at eight and eight or seven and nine. It just, it's just too long. Right now, you need to um, increase, you know, the productivity out of the line and get some wide receivers. And I think it's time to um, either start over or uh, bring in a, a an experienced quarterback that can complement a great defense. Who would be your quarterback of choice, Patrick? The experienced one. Who would you bring in? Um, I actually like Garoppolo because I think he knows the system and he know he knows the coaching methodology. Um, and then, you know, the other alternative is if there's a Zappy. I build build Zappy up this year with Bill O'Brien. There you go. There's a there's a there's a an endorsement for the Laird plan, Curtis, which yeah, is I the mean, Jimmy would... G Zappy plan. Oh God. Yeah. Okay, but I would say it's far more likely that Mac Jones plays this season for the Patriots and leaves than it is they trade him, which may be sort of siding more people with you, Ken, which is, well, if you're only keeping him for one year, what if this is as good as Mac's going to be? Then you just waste another year. So if Bill has decided that Mac isn't the guy, then they should move on from him. And is it but, all evidence to the to the case that Bill doesn't believe in him? Yeah, but... It, but <laughs> The issue is, Ken, is that the the day that the training camp began, you had the uh, incredible dramatic improvement line from Bill for Mac Jones, which at the time seemed out of character, correct? Mm -hmm. We were like, wow, that's pretty lofty praise for a second-year guy. Since then, everything that could go wrong has gone wrong. Most of it has been self-inflicted by the organization directed to Mac Jones. So I don't know, but if you're right, Ken, this is why there's so many unknowns, because if this really was a, a craft pick, and not a Belichick pick, then what you're saying is, you know, I guess accurate that if Bill doesn't want him and he has to trade him to the Raiders because Kraft wants him to go there, then Bill gets picks and gets rid of the quarterback. The only lose-lose is that he has to trade him to a coach he likes. Then I guess if I'm Belichick, I would do that. Let's go to Allen in Watertown. Hi, Allen. Hi, guys. Let me just start out by saying, echoing the comments that the doctor made last week, this radio program is not only the best sports radio program in the city, it's the best program in the city. This is a show for thinking men that want to listen to sports radio and and audience that reads books and wants to to listen to sports radio. You guys are terrific. Thank you. Thank you. That's one. Two. Uh, your plan about Zappy is absolutely on target. Uh, trade Mac. His accuracy isn't nearly as 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 good as it was last year. We don't want a quarterback that gets all nervous and jerky when he gets scolded. We want a quarterback that gets stronger and uh, when he gets scolded. Uh, no matter what they do, they've got to start out with uh, in, in improving the offensive line because that'll make a better quarterback all the way uh, all the way through. And. Um, if I may just make one comment about your programming, uh, Ken, mm-hmm. does uh, do you have a long-term contract with Adam Jones? <laughs> I can't get into contract talk with our employees, but I appreciate the kind words, uh, Adam. Uh, Alan, Jones sorry. actually got a lifetime deal. He's going to be on forever, <laughs> and I love Jones with every fiber of my being. He's doing a great job. I agree. Totally echo that. Now, Jimmy G, let me ask you this about Mac. If they trade him to the Raiders... Would it be painful for Patriots fans to watch him succeed to the point where you can't risk it? Because that obviously, let's say he turns into a star, even not a superstar, but he and McDaniels click. Would it be 
Could they live that down? So here's my here's okay because I'm about to go down like we began down a road that I'm now going to continue and take 16 turns off of because I love this talk so much. So I just bear with me, okay? But don't you think Belichick believes that McDaniel's is a bit of a boob as a head coach? Like, do you think that Josh McDaniel's is going to be a Super Bowl champion head coach in the NFL? I mean, your your one was not encouraging. I thought he'd be a good coach when he was here. Right, but in but, one year, I my mean, opinion has obviously changed. I mean, it was a disaster. The the, the odds on uh, outcome for a member of the Belichick coaching tree is that they will be you know dead and on the ground in about a year. Okay. Well, that's good news for if you're a Derek Carr fan. If you're a signed Derek Carr guy, you hope you hope that's true, right? Right. He, he was so, in a bad situation. He'll be better somewhere else. So maybe my thought process of why would you give him a soft landing? Well, what if you think the soft landing is at an airport that has no takeoffs? So, I mean, <laughs> if you're going to go to the Raiders, you know, yes, that does benefit Mac, and it does in a way reward a guy for kicking his way out of town. However, they're not going to do anything. They got the uh, pumpkin pie haircutted freak as an owner. It's a dumpster fire. Well, they need, no a, big deal. They need some quarterback. Who are they in on? Are they going to get Rodgers? So I've been, during the last break, I've been looking up, you know, the Vegas side of this, and almost to a man, people out there say no thank you to Mac Jones. I mean, the Vegas Review is the journal, the newspaper out there. They say that this is a downgrade, that why would you get rid of of Derek Carr if you're just going to bring in Mac Jones, that he won't be able to take advantage of the the deep threat that Devontae um, Adams. Adams has. So uh, I don't know if they're really in on it themselves. But, yeah, I, I, the, basically the goal for this offseason for the organization needs to be a talent overhaul on offense. Correct. Combined with the influx of actual coaching with O'Brien and the solidifying of what was otherwise a pretty strong defense with a corner, with a better middle linebacker, you know, we can figure that stuff out. But the offense is just basically a giant hole, right? I mean, you have David Andrews, who we all believe in. You know, you have you know Cole Strange entering his second year. Who knows? But he'll be there on when you one of the best guards in the NFL. The outside and of that. And Stevenson. You, so you have Stevenson, Andrews, and when you. I wouldn't even put Strange in Maybe that. Henry, so if, you, if you believe in Hunter Henry. I don't. Oh, but good news I saw from my, uh, my man, Miguel, Pat's cap guy. Uh, he tweeted out that there is some verbiage in the contract with Janu Smith that it is not this albatross that they can cut him before March like seventh, thirteenth, whatever the new year begins, and they save three million dollars on the cap but carry twelve million dead, but net they save three million. And I would do that today. Wow, I really? would cut Janu Smith today. So um, you know they have to pay him, you know, for him not to be here. So maybe that's an issue, but. <laughs> Um, you know, so but with that, on the offense, Ramondre Stevenson, David Andrews, Michael Unwenu, that's it. Well, right, and, and what would help? Eight other you fill, spots that you can fill, and to fill those spots, you need picks. So, trading Mac helps. Well, but you don't use picks on a receiver, okay? You don't. You could. So some you teams, some teams do it well. <laughs> do you want Bill? Maybe they could hire whoever the guy with the, the Steelers is that just finds these guys every year. But yeah, Kevin Colbert. Um, I don't know if you know this, but I think Ken, you covered him. <laughs> uh, uh, I, but wouldn't you like a Jamar Chase? I mean, I know they don't have a top five pick, but my God, I mean, Jamar Chase, I would be, I would settle for like half of that. Okay, I mean, so you got the fourteenth pick. Is that we, so we, take we a receiver. All view, we all view Joe Burrow 
and we're like, what an amazing quarterback. And he is. But what would he look like with Jacoby Myers as his best receiver? You know? So that's why I think it's so foolish to trade Mac now when you can lift up the players around him. Well, I would agree with you if Belichick thought he was any good. But when the coach thinks you stink or doesn't like your attitude, that's kind of a problem. It's more likely to end as Malcolm Butler ended than it's going to end well. And this is why the divorce with Brady and Bill is child's play to, compared to what it may be with Belichick and Kraft. Because now you have two people who actually have their hands on the, you know, the organizational direction and maybe infighting about the talent and the, you know, the future of Mac and or other elements of this team. Because for whatever you want to say about Bill over the 20 years with Tom, the, the ship was heading in a direction, okay? There were issues, there were bumps, there was, you know, unexpected waves and, and you know, high tides, whatever. But the, the, it was always moving towards the title. Didn't always get there, but it was heading that direction. Now it's like, you know, what I have no idea what the direction of the organization is. The bridge, you? bridge. They're on the bridge. This year every, was a bridge year or last Red Sox year? and Patriots are both on a long, extended bridge. Okay, well, I mean, what, but what's on the other side of the bridge? <laughs> exactly. Let's go to Don in the car. Hi, Don. Hi, Ken Curtis. Listen, love listening to you guys on Saturday morning. Great time. Thank you. Uh, I just wanted to talk about uh, all this conversation about Rodgers or Jackson coming to the Patriots. Uh, I mean, the offensive line issues, uh, no quality receivers, average backfield. Putting yourself in Rodgers or Jackson, you know, Lamar Jackson's place, why would they come here? What, what's it going to do for their career? I just don't get this conversation. These guys are going to get paid no matter where they go, so it's not money. It's just I have I see no reason for them to come here. But don't you so, don't you agree that Rodgers and Bill have some kind of strange affinity for each other that could entice Rodgers to come? He's had a lot of bad coaches. I, I, I'm a Packers fan. Rodgers has got a lot of strange things. Uh, I don't think uh, Bill is high on his list. Hmm. Um, to be honest with you, I, I, I think he's going to go somewhere that's got a lot more toys to play with. Yeah, you, you're probably right, Don. Thanks for the call. I mean, I, I guess that's true. I just, I guess I was sucked in by the Packers week this year, Curtis, when they were like uh, fawning, kissing each other's toes on McAfee's show and elsewhere. And that week, what uh, we did, we talked about it, Ken, but that was a swing loss too because Bill oh. blew that that game in Green Bay this year. That was not in the end a great Packers team. And you had the ball second and five at the plus forty five, and you punt it back to Rodgers and lose on the next drive. I mean, that was an abomination. But yeah, yeah maybe Rodgers left the field that day and was like, "God, I'm not playing for Bill. He's lost it. What was he doing?" Um, yeah, and why would Lamar Jackson want to play here? I don't know to show the Ravens they were wrong to get in the AFC and you know contend and beat the Ravens every year. I don't know. I well, mean, for him it's 200 million dollars. That's what it takes. He'll he'll play anywhere for 200 million guaranteed. You know, you know whatever which the Patriots aren't going to give. I I'm a, I don't even want to talk about Lamar because they just there's no chance. That's a zero chance. Within the next 3 years, every contract in the NFL will, for the for a starting quarterback will resemble Deshaun Watson's. There is going to be a uh, – the the quarterbacks in the NFLPA are going to have a come-to-Jesus moment and say it's not just Kirk Cousins and Deshaun Watson that demand this. Every starting quarterback – and they should because they're protected already, so the investment by the owner is much safer with the quarterback than it would be with the cornerback. And they are so valuable to the bottom line of the NFL. 
imagine what the Chiefs' season and future would look like if that was a torn ACL instead of a high ankle sprain for Patrick Mahomes. I mean, no matter what they're paying Mahomes, it's a fraction of what his true value is. Yeah. So I stand up for Lamar Jackson and everybody that gets guaranteed money. Because last time I checked, Bishotti and Kraft are each getting a guaranteed $321 million plus in revenue this season with no danger to themselves or their family. 617-779-7937. What should the Patriots do with Mac? And uh, who should they be in on? One guy on Twitter says, I want to see Mac with O'Brien, but they should be in on Rodgers as well. And they can't pull off both, right? You can't keep Mac and Zappi and get a vet. I don't think. Why would Aaron Rodgers come here if he's competing with Mac Jones? Maybe. Why would Mac? Yeah, I, I don't see not it. not going to happen. No All shot. Right. Take your calls on this. It is the Ken and Curtis Show. Joe Braverman has your trending update. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Get a Carter Show with you until 1. Arcan 1 to 4. Brad Foe Show live in Fort Myers 4 to 6. And then, Curtis, spring training opening pitch with Castiglione, Fleming, John Sterling, and Susan Waldman, 6 to 7.30. Special simulcast with our sister station, WFAN, in New York. And, as we played earlier in the show, if you missed it, Sterling ranking the Red Sox last in his predicted order of finish in the AL East. That took me for, whoa, man, that was a low blow. Do you you ever sit back and and wonder if Sterling's too young for the job he has? (laughs) And then tonight at 7.30, we've got the outdoor game, Canes and Caps, uh, whatever they're calling it, the Heritage Series in the NHL. So that's a busy day here on EEI. But first, quarterback talk. Curtis believes in Mac. He would prefer the Patriots keep him, see what he can do with Bill O'Brien. To me, Jimmy... John Sterling was born in 1938. <laughs> it's not so bad. Holy cow. Uh, let's go to uh, back to the phones. Here's a name that it was, we've not brought up, is if you trade Mac, which veteran should they bring in? Here's Tony in Bridgewater. Hi, Tony. Tony. Hey, how are you? What's going on? Uh, you guys can hear me okay? Yeah, we got you. Look, at, look, I've seen enough to Mac to know what his ceiling is. I'm not saying the guy's a bum, but I already know what his ceiling is. I want to see them get Baker Mayfield in here, and in the third round, fourth round, I want to see him draft that kid Bennett out of Georgia. And keep Zappy. Wow. And you've got a, a nice – well, listen, Baker Mayfield, how many offensive and, and coaches has he been under in five years? Like four or five different ones. Yeah. I want to – I was thinking more of Bennett because Bennett's guy, like 5'11". He's like the same as Zappy, right? You have two little guys. 
Yeah, well, so was Flutie, and so was a bunch of quarterbacks. But, you know, it's, it's what's in their heart and their brain. And I, I just, with Matt Jones, like, what's the ceiling for that guy? I don't see it. He don't have any special skills. He's just average quarterback. He's going to be like 18th to 20th quarterback. I don't see him growing. I don't care about their offensive coordinator, what he's going to do. You can't get, you know, chicken there out of chicken soup. You know what I'm talking about? Unless he's yep. Tom Brady part two, and we just don't see it yet. Well, huh. you know, forget about it. We already know that. <laughs> All right, Tony, thanks for the call. Just throwing that out there to trigger Curtis. But, okay, what has he done? He's been a pro bowler who made the playoffs in his rookie year. He's done yeah, that. Do you think Tyler Huntley's a pro bowler? Uh, Sure. Did he make okay. it this year? He probably did. That's why you're asking. So, I mean, it's nonsensical to say pro bowler. He's not He's not a top 15 quarterback in the NFL. Well, you, uh, as you hammer every day on the Greg Hill Show, he has no weapons. He's had none. He's had terrible weapons. Right. The Belichick um, system relies upon the quarterback elevating those around him. Okay, but what about Baker Mayfield? Oh, God, kick me in the nuts. Really? God, I hate Baker Mayfield. He was impressive time. in that game. That first, that first game he had with the Rams, my God. No, thank you. I am a strong. Why would you go from Mac Jones to Baker Mayfield? Well, they're very different guys. I mean, you don't think Baker's well, like? Does Baker look like a guy that's going to acquiesce to Bill's wants and needs? I mean, obviously Mac is not so worth a do shot. Think, do you think Bill loves a guy that's on progressive every two seconds? <laughs> I like those commercials. Oh, they're great. Let's go. Really to, good. Let's go to Steve in New Hampshire. Hi, Steve. Hi. How are you? Thanks for taking my call. Can you hear me? Yeah, we got you. Yeah, hello. Okay, yeah, I think I think that most people have it backwards. The crafts are very strategic people. They're looking five years, ten years, twenty years down the road for their franchise. They're not going to let Bill Belichick leave in three years and leave them holding an empty bag. So that over the next three years, you're going to see Robert and Jonathan more and more hands-on and I don't think it's that important what Belichick's opinion is of Matt Jones. If you had hired the top 10 uh, f- football minds last year and asked them to come up with a plan to sabotage Matt Jones, they couldn't have come up with a better plan <laughs> than what the Patriots did. And so anybody who says, they see Mac Jones' ceiling. They're full of crap because we just don't know. Curtis, do you agree with that? Anyway. Yeah, I don't think we know what Mac's you know, total ceiling is, but I do know that if, if as uh, the great Bill Parcells, I was told I was actually Maya Angelou who said this, so I apologize, Maya, <laughs> the second best Maya to Ken's Maya, mm-hmm. um, who said that when somebody shows you who they are, believe them. And uh, I tend to see I am far more concerned long term about Mac's reaction to adversity than how he performed on the field. The tennis Brad image, so to speak. Yeah, I mean, you know, of course things weren't great, and I can't imagine being at that level physically and reaching the NFL after a year where you make the playoffs and you, you know, you're moving in the right direction, and then you get saddled with Judge and Patricia and all that. But. You could have gone to, you know, the Jaguars with Urban Meyer for your rookie year, and you didn't. You know, you still have the greatest coach in the history of the NFL, according to most people, as your head coach. It's not like you're, you know, playing for Rich Kotite in the Jets. And the way in which he grabbed on to excuses, and with the really the low point for me for Mac this season 
was when he told the media he wanted to be coached harder and then immediately talked about how great McDaniels was was at coaching him hard. <laughs> like, at least some leave, leave something out there. Don't bang people over the head with it in that way. Like, I get why Bill Belichick was irritated by him, and I get why Mac was irritated by Bill. But to just sit here today in the at this stage of the relationship and just put up a white flag – does neither m- much good from my perspective. So, so you'd prefer they give, give it another go. He's bound to raise his stock, and even if he's not Brady or even close, you trade him next year or something well, Ken, like that. Th- nobody's Brady, okay? So All let's right, remove take, that. Take Brady out of it. Then he's. Right, let, let's say he is. Let's say he has a season like Jimmy G started tw- 2016. Our buddy you know? Tommy Curran says he thinks he can be Burrow. By the way, he thinks he could be as good as Burrow. Not as good as Mahomes, I- but as good as Burrow. Okay. I all right. Maybe. I mean, I I don't see it, but Tom's a smarter guy than I am with with football. But um, I here is what the Patriots need this season. They need to play on the fact that Mac Jones is entering the all important third year as a first round quarterback in the NFL, where no matter who his coach is, no matter who's to blame, if he's not performing, he's hurting himself in the pocket. Correct. Mm-hmm. So you need to rely on a contract. I know it's not the end of his contract, but play with me here. Work with me. Play with me would be a weirder thing with Mac. But um, <laughs> That's a Wiggy but, thing with you and a camera, but good. Right. Wiggy's was trying to get me to do that on Valentine's Day to no avail. However, um, what Mac needs to do this year is be in a, quote, contract-type season and ignore the noise. He has. All, we would agree if he comes back with O'Brien, all of the off-field issues are removed from last year. Well, I would hope so, and I and I would hope Bill would be able, Belichick now, would be able to just remove himself from that and just let those two go about their business and not sabotage it. And from Bill's side, a, a good Mac negates the need to teach a new guy how the offense is and Aaron Rodgers. Right, or, right. You know, you're able to just continue down the road. You now have the ability with Clem coaching the offensive line, Bill O'Brien coaching the quarterbacks and the offense, Troy Brown and the receivers, you have a little bit of consistency there, and you can focus more time on helping your two sons coach the defense, and you allow yourself to move in the right direction because Bill needs to win games to get past Shula. He needs to win games to retake the power that has been taken from him. So they both need each other. So if they can put their baggage to the side, the best course of action is to get through the issues they created by working through them together. That sounds great, but that Burt Breer statement that they don't believe there's a big gap between Mac and Zappy, if that's true, then the first stumble of Mac this year, no matter Bill O'Brien's there or not, Belichick's going to want to put Zappy back in. In in hindsight, I, I really believe it to be one of the more shocking mistakes in recent Boston sports history. The way in which Bill benched Mac in that game and the fallout from the injury and not just saying he's the guy the amount of headaches that stubborn decision by Bill created is almost unfathomable but do you think Bill feels that way he probably thinks he did the right thing still today what what he he never apologized for that did he ever show any remorse for that decision no I mean I don't think remorse and Bill go hand in hand but I'm not talking about remorse I'm talking about just factual errors where the issues that now exist were almost all man-made. I, I totally agree. I mean, we said it at the time. It was bizarre. 
It's, but it's, so it's just it remains as bizarre. Like it it's, it remains, and it maybe even is is more asinine the further we get from it. All because of what you wanted to embarrass him, you wanted to humble him. In the end, you embarrassed yourself. Yeah. Also, right? Belichick doesn't apologize for anything. Yeah, so. sometimes he does. Sometimes he does. He's had a few moments. He apologized to the media for something this year, didn't he? Last year, after he was the, the Colts loss, he said he was terse. Yeah, he was, um, and he also terse. apologized to me privately for creating a fake pun out of thin air. <laughs> but I wasn't supposed to talk about that. Let's go to Brock in Middleborough. Hi, Brock. How's it going? Um, I think the the quarterback at the top of the list we should be talking about is probably Garoppolo because the Patriots aren't going to go out and spend two hundred million on Lamar Jackson. And Garoppolo is a perfect example of someone who has been in multiple systems, had multiple coaches, and has done everything Bill or the coaching staff, whatever team, has wanted him to do. Everybody Except loves play him. when they thought he could play and, and he <laughs> didn't play because he was a bitch, according to Martellus Bennett in 2016. He was 2-1 or 3-1, was he? He yeah, didn't play but, in a game I mean, the coaches I, thought he could play in. With, with Mac being on his rookie deal, it's not going to be inexpensive to have Garoppolo and Mac competing, and I think that was that's what Bill's going to do because he's going to be able to show Mac, like, this isn't the best quarterback, but he does what we say, and he does what we want, and he's successful because of it. So you're competing against – this is the type of quarterback you're competing against. You're not competing against the best athletes out there. You're competing against the middle-of-the-road quarterbacks that are going to do everything they can, preparation, off the field, behavior-wise, to elevate themselves and the team around them. And I think with Mac being cheap, Garoppolo's not going to be super expensive, and that's the type of person Bill will bring in – we're going to have three middle-of-the-road quarterbacks competing to see who's going to start, and one of them will be traded. Well, I love the Jimmy G uh, uh, focus and desire, but they, they cannot have Mac and Jimmy G, right, Curtis? That would be unbelievable. No, I mean, not going to happen. There's no way Jimmy oh, G signs in where he's competing with Mac Jones in now, any way. Now, 978 texture. Trading Mac would be good for Belichick's control of the locker room. True or false? That well, or you could just remove the Bournes and the Jacoby Myers and the who else is on the in Hunter Henry. Well, definitely Bournes. There's no chance Bournes coming back, right? Uh, I don't think so. But I mean, weren't you shocked that he was even back on the field after he openly questioned the scheme <laughs> after the Bills lost? <laughs> I think that, I think you forgot about it. By the way, that's what three a crazy people. year in every way that was. I mean, the amount of things that you would have never envisioned seeing once on a Belichick coach team that you saw continually. Let's go to Kyle and Long. Oh. Kyle. Hey, how's it going? What's up, man? I think it's it's actually crazy to see like how much like the younger generation of players has no respect for like coaching and authority. And how quick it seems. Like even Gronk, who wasn't too high on Belichick, he still talks with some sort of respect for him. You can tell he respected him as a coach and like as a leader figure towards him. But uh, this younger generation, it's just like there's none of that there. And it just happens so quickly. Like, I think that really rubs Belichick the wrong way with Mac because uh, he's just cut from that type of cloth, the old school style of coaching and leadership. So I just don't think it's ever going to work, unfortunately. I mean, yeah, well, Mac in that case, go with, older, game, but, go with an older quarterback uh, then. If, if that's what Bill needs, then. Yeah, I hate to say it, but. Um, yeah, as much as I want, like Lamar Jackson and stuff, I don't know. It it would say it was, it's going to be hard to see Belichick try to make it work with a younger style quarterback, just because, like I said, it's just like that that style of respect for leadership and, and coaching is just is not there anymore with the younger players. It's crazy. 
Thank you, Kyle. No, good point. And I, I think that that's, you know, there's a little egg on your face, Ken, because the issues that Tom had at the end with Bill are issues that every single new quarterback will have. So it's not like that Bill was this sensitive snowflake at the end. It's that all the quarterbacks need to be fluffed a bit. And the well, fact that Bill couldn't see that and allowed himself to be hijacked by emotion making this decision, well, it's he not, is now it, living with the result of that. Well, what know. option did he have? Brady was acting like he was 22. So Right. So, well, now you have a guy that sucks and he, or me, is mediocre and he's acting like he's 22. Which would you prefer? Speaking of young talent. No, you're not going to answer the question? We have a, a, an A-lister on the Harbor One Hotline. Let's bring on Mr. Marconi, the 2022 Major Market Personality of the Year and longtime defender of Mac Jones, your boss and mine, Curtis Greg Hill. Did I hear correctly that I am no longer alone on Mac Jones Island? Curtis, Curtis has joined me. It is stunning. I am. It is stunning. I, 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 I am here with you, Greg, because, A, you have comped my pretzels, which I appreciate. <laughs> and secondly, I'm – you know, you and I, you know, we're, we stand on the same side of the street a lot of the time, and the issue is is that we're pragmatic. And yeah. it's easy to be hijacked by emotions, but what, you know, Bill Belichick, yourself, and I have in common outside of, you know, great hubris and skill is that – we are pragmatic, and it, there there is no resolution to the Mac situation that is easily attainable without 50 different moving parts with no idea if you're actually improving. So you should just improve the parts around Mac and see what you have. You have to live in reality. It's, it's fun to talk about Lamar Jackson. It's fun to talk about Aaron Rodgers, but it's like, you know, it's fun to talk about Jackson showing up to work Tuesday in a Bentley, but he's most likely not going to do that. I, I, I think he just killed Curtis. I had a Diet Coke in the middle of that one. Okay. I mean, I want to see. I want to see one season under Bill O'Brien and give him some help, and then then we'll figure it out. But so, Greg Belichick Belichick hates Mac. Would you admit that? Oh, yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't hate him. If he hated him, he'd be gone. He doesn't care. Well, he might be in the next month. Just keep an eye on that. Burt Breer is reporting as such. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, 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 Greg, you're right. If, if he really was vindictive against him, we would have already, you know, read about it and seen it. I mean, the fact that they're already surrounding him, Mac, Mac Jones, that is, with a quarterback coach and coordinator and a guy that worked with Mac Jones tells you everything you need to know. hundred percent. And he could have done. He could have. Rode Zappy the rest of the season if he couldn't stand Mac Jones. He didn't do that, so I don't know. The show sounds great, by the way. I'm really enjoying it. Thank you, Greg. All right, have a great weekend, Greg. All right. I'm 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 uh, I'm, I'm out to do some work. I'm going to clean out a storage unit uh, with my own bare hands. I just want to let you know that. Call Spaz. That's what he's. That's his business. God. No, he's, he's fighting he's, a homeless shelter. He's, <laughs> yeah, he's doing a protest. He's doing a pro. He's doing a protest in front of a, a new medical clinic in Africa. He's really uh, he's out there. Uh, all right, all right see good, you guys. good luck. All there, right. there goes Greg Hill, oh, Harbaugh Hotline. Oh, what? Jeez, wow. Not every day get a Marconi guy to call in. That's what I'm saying. All right, six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. So now we got some Gen Z millennial hater callers uh, talk, uh, talking about the players, thinking they don't know more than the coaches. We can get to that. We had some Missoula. What is talk millennial, by the way? I'm a millennial. Are you? A, you're a millennial. No. No, Gen X. What what year were you born? <laughs> seventy eight. What's I, the what's the cutoff? Eighty two. Eighty one. Oh, okay. Maybe eighty. I don't know. I'm Gen so Z. So I'm eighty four, so I'm a millennial. Yep. But like 
I'm the that's first bizarre. generation of Gen Z, so that's that's where the cutoff line is. Yeah, but see, 1997. Bra- Braverman is a pretty hard worker, though. There there are exceptions to every rule, obviously. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Braverman is a great job. They're, 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 yes, I agree. I, I I think there are exceptions to the rule, but with each new generation becomes, you know, some more issues. So we've talked Rizzola a bit. We can get back into that kettle of fish. I know you wanted, Boy, to, br- right. you wanted to bring up the, uh, the Biennemi thing. Yes, uh, which well, we the enemy really thing to. we have, um, and I, I, I think the, the enemy thing is emblematic of a lot, and I, I would love to just address briefly at some point before one what the facts of the case are and why potentially it has been so difficult for a guy that many people are questioning why he didn't have an opportunity, and I believe all the answers to his inability to grow in the NFL as a coach lie within the organization of the Kansas City Chiefs. All right, I'll give you two minutes to do that. Is that fair? Next. Fair. And then I want to get to the calls about how we're all old curmudgeons. Yes. Just take those old records off the shelf. I said, listen to them Not my favorite Seeger song. Too overplayed, Joe. Next time we'll go somewhere else. Hollywood Nights, Hollywood Hills. That's fine. That's fine. I mean, they're cool. talking old. Might as well throw no. an old song out yeah, there. Yeah, I get you. All right. We'll get to the people who think Curtis is an old curmudgeon. Curtis sounds 20 years older than he is. You're still in your 30s, aren't you? Yeah, one more full year around the sun until I'm 40. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of the sun and your meteorological skills, great job this week with the weather report outside, one of the highlights of the week. Uh, I would like to give you now two minutes as a reward to uh, speak oh, on the you. Eric Bieniemy Lateral move, or so it seems, leaving the Chiefs coordinator position and going to the Washington Commanders. Okay, just like Marcus Covington had to go elsewhere. De- DeMarcus Covington, right? DeMarcus Covington had to go elsewhere to become a coordinator, even though there is no coordinator title held on defense by the Patriots. Eric Bieniemy was on offense where Andy Reid was calling the offensive plays. The Chiefs were making Bieniemy, according to Josina Anderson, go year to year with his contracts. He was free to leave. It didn't matter whether the move was lateral, forward, behind, whatever. He's a free agent to sign as a coach anywhere he wants. The biggest sort of evidence organizations use when deciding on a new head coach comes from the people that work most with that coach. The Chiefs did everything they could to make Biennemi a non-factor when it came to their offense. And Biennemi now is finally going to be able to call offensive plays with the commanders something he was unable to do with the Chiefs. So while I believe that the NFL owners are in large part absolute old, good old boy morons who uh, are inherited their organizations and just sit around and collect money while picking their nose, this is not a case where you should be ripping them from my perspective. The enemy now has the opportunity with Washington to be the offensive coordinator, and guess what? And, if he's, the, and, four, and he's also the associate head coach, right? They right. gave him that title. And if they're 4-4 four and four and Rivera gets fired, boom, he's the head coach. Something that wasn't going to happen in Kansas City. But we negate the cases of racism or um, clear nepotistic hires when we say everything is that. And this is not a case of that. Eric Bieniemy has had countless interviews. People know who he is, and the people that know him best had him sing for his supper every year without calling offensive plays while running the best offense in the NFL without his 
play calling brilliance. Mm-hmm. So, like, I saw Lewis Riddick yesterday, and I see a yeah. lot of people out there, and it's like, I, I really believe you are you're hurting your overall point, which is accurate, by saying that this relates to that cause. I just don't see it. But Lewis Riddick's overall point that it's bizarre that Urban Meyer, Cliff Kingsbury, and Nathaniel Hackett got opportunities that fail spectacularly, and this guy still hasn't gotten a head coaching job. Beyond this year and this move. But do you, wait, on that topic, on that topic, do you believe that anybody hiring someone says, let's give them a chance to fail spectacularly? <laughs> I, I, no, it's, it's more subtle so, than but that. But it's a laughable, it? it's a laughable assertion on its face. Like, yes, Nathaniel Hackett was a dumpster fire, but they didn't hire him because they thought he would be a dumpster fire. They hired him because they thought he was an offensive guru. And they thought they had a shot at Aaron Rodgers, and they thought that Rodgers was going to come with him because I believe he was the quarterback coach with the Packers, right, before he went to the Broncos. Well, right. But Wasn't that the rumor at the time? Sure. I, I, okay, yeah. so they basically hired Aaron Rodgers' caddy, and they never got the guy that played. So, <laughs> mistake, but you understand the thought process, right? Well, I guess, but Kingsbury came out of college, right? He went straight from college and, you know. Right, had so one... did McVeigh. How did that work out? Yeah, that worked well. Kingsbury I mean, was McVay getting didn't praised have a very large. But, I mean, you know, McVeigh's been to two Super Bowls, 1-1. He's one of the young whippersnappers. I'm not saying, listen, there should be more African-American head coaches in the NFL. The nepotism that exists is the number one cause that precludes more diversity hires. Because when everybody that's a head coach is white, guess what their kids are? White. And they're on the staff. So that's not a local issue. That is a league-wide issue. Google it. There was a great story in the USA Today about this. You had Zimmer. You had Reed. You have Belichick. You have up and down the list. You have organizations that are littered with relatives instead of the top qualified candidates. And when the relatives are of a head coach that is Caucasian, the people on the staff will be Caucasian. Yeah. All right, let's go to Sam and Enfield back in the phone lines on the Kenny Curtis Show. Hi, Sam. Hey, how are you guys doing? Good, how are you? Not bad. Yeah, I was just mentioning the the way uh, I know Belichick is a stel- stubborn guy in the as a coach. He does he wants to be in total control, which is fine. But the younger generation nowadays, they don't take uh, very well to. Um, discipline yep. or, or you know and it's just and and it's just i mean i grown up it's when you when you have a job you have a boss and you, the boss is always the higher paid guy and and you listen to what your boss tells you to do and right. but now these kids not younger kids coming out of college spoiled brats and whatever and they're just it's and making a lot of money too you, you listen to what Especially Belichick, just do your job, and and do what I say, and that and we'll win. And I understand that. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, and the issue here, Ken, is that you and I say this privately a lot about nobody in particular. <laughs> is that what I say we about endured? Yeah, yeah. What we endured going growing up in this radio business was, I think, incredibly difficult and demanding, but it made us better, and it was something that is not done today. And we laugh about, you know, whatever, okay? So it, you can either evolve or die. That's really your option. You're not going to change a generation of kids. Well, so. well, let's go over to the Celtics, all right? They just hired Missoula, who, I mean, he seems like kind of a hard nut in a way, but really 
the first thing that jumps out is Tatum and Brown love him, right? And he never criticizes them. So this, did the Celtics just default to let's make the stars happy? Let's not challenge them. But I don't think it's the Celtics. I think it's the entire sport. Yeah, like, I mean, tell me an organization that hires a head coach that's a hard ass to like go after po- John you know, Morant or, or uh, you know, there's some hard nut coaches in. Uh, Popovich uh, is kind of a players coach too. It's weird. I don't know. Um, I mean, tell me, a, tell me a hard ass in the NBA. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe it's hard to find. Right. I mean, and and because the issue with the NBA is it's not even an issue, but the the, the top basketball players are the most unique commodity in all of sports in the United States because there's what. 12 of them, <laughs> yeah. 15 that are legitimately game changers. Look at the NBA draft. After the top three, it's, re- it's basically irrelevant. That is the amount. That's why basketball players make the most money because supply demand. Yeah. There's very few of them, and when they're at their best, they can literally carry an organization on their back, unlike any other sport. Speaking of so, Missoula, let's go to John in the car. He had a thought on uh, Missoula's hiring officially. Hi, John. Yeah. You know, just to tie it back in from that last conversation, I think there's a difference between a boss and a leader. And I think there's reasons why people are uh, attracted to people like Joe Missoula because he's more of a leader and somebody you actually want to follow and do what he says rather than just like he's the authority figure, so I got to do it. You know, I think uh, I think back to the beginning of the season and there's a lot of pearl clutching like, oh, God, what are the Celtics going to do? We thought they had it set up for themselves, but they're just going to get right back to the finals. Now there's no email and like, yeah, it was Pearl Clutching 101 back then, and now Joe has them as the best team in the NBA. Like, statistically, record-wise, you guys are like, huh, I wonder why Brad took the interim thing away. Like, I, it's just so befuddling. I, like, well, I don't understand. People, they were the favorite to win the title yourself. before the year. They were the fa- They are the best team in the NBA. So no, they're no, just no, playing I, that's, toward... Okay, that, that's fine. But, Curtis, will you admit that the local media hysteria – in uh, in October and November was what is going to happen to the Celtics with uh, young interim Joe Missoula who's chewing this gum. Uh, quick aside, he actually just recently gave up the gum chewing. I know we just um, we reported yeah. that earlier. Big break. No, news. you're you're yeah, dead on so, about that. Uh, you're 100 percent correct on that. You right. are right. So that local, I'm not talking about odds. Like I'm not talking about gambling. But local hysteria was that they didn't. What was going to happen? What was going to happen with Tatum? Well, it looks like. Joe Missoula knows how to connect to these people. And also, it looks like Brad Stevens might be one of the better GMs in the NBA. And that was, by far, the best move for the Boston Celtics over the past five years. Him going to the front office. Because, oh my God, the dumbest thing I've heard you say today, Ken Laird, and I'm going <laughs> to let the hot take, like, searching for, uh, for Curtis when he wasn't there, then go. But the dumbest thing I've heard you say is, the Celtics are going to regret not getting Poto. Like, have you, seen the, that was, have you seen Moose? Like, that Moose was Scalabrini's suggestion. Brian Scalabrini wanted Pirtle. big to get to the playoffs. Nope. So <laughs> dumb. Nope. I uh, think that's called Pirtle clutching. That's Pirtle clutching, yeah. All right, wait till Giannis runs wild on Grant in the playoffs. Uh, what, what was that guy's name? I know they just beat Milwaukee with a bunch of backups. Uh, that was, that was the best call of the day. What was his name? Well, yeah, anybody who rips me, you call the best call of the day. No, but it, it is – let me just put it this way, and I get accused of carrying the water for wicked times, but, you know, you know, good question I asked the other day. But the, the situation here, if this organization is able to return to the finals and win after you replace Brad Stevens with Ime, you sit through the disastrous, mediocre first half, ride, it, ride that season to two games from the title – 
Ime is suspended under one of the more bizarre circumstances for a local team ever. You pick Missoula, who is by far and away the least attractive candidate from the outside. And got passed over. The The Jazz could have either he or Will Hardy, and they chose Hardy over him. So you have this guy who is as nondescript as can be, while moving Stevens to the GM only to be one of the top three GMs in the NBA, and the guy you replaced Ime with, who replaced Brad, leads you to a title like Wick should just retire. That is the most incredible ability to face adversity with the the way that it was done is the way the Patriots should do things, which is let's not disrupt 16 elements of our organization. Let's make the right decision to replace the right guy with someone who knows the players on this team and has the respect of our superstars. And if this all works out, I mean, my goodness, what an unbelievable way to handle something that was so unforeseen. Yeah, Banner 18 would be sweet. Now, little Bruins talk. Next, I want to get to that Ryan O'Reilly trade. I know you do, too. You're looking to break it down. I I, I mean, I I love the O'Reilly factor. And we have baseball fever this week because pitchers and catchers reported. First workout is Monday. And Curtis, I think, surprised me out of the gate today by saying it's a make-or-break year for Cora. And you're already hating on the Sox. I don't get the hate. They're going to overachieve. This is uh, reminiscent of 10 years ago. Little 2013 vibes in the air. Uh, Ken, hate doesn't have a home here. <laughs> Not on the Ken and Curtis Show. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.